a Saturday, uh, Senor Hector. That's right. What's new with you, Dougie? Um, I was going to ask. I didn't even check. Am I focused up here? You're, you're, you look fucking beautiful. Mid. We're playing with new angles here. Yeah, this we is, are. People like watching this. What's up? Getting ready for uh, <laughs> trying to increase our social media presence. Yeah, we're trying to get the right framework. Hopefully son. this helps. I mean, fuck, I mean, you looked into this. I don't know if this is a thing or not. Yeah, it makes guys, sense. It, it works. Makes sense. It, it checks out. But anyways, uh, big news for the week, man. It's kind of been the same as last week in terms of like the big, big news. So we're not going to cover it again, but Ukraine's still a thing. Gas prices still a thing. All yeah. that, Everything we talked about last week is still, still the same. Still the same. Uh, something we didn't talk about last week that we could have, but I guess we didn't, was the uh, Pete Davidson, Kanye little fiasco there. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah that shit's uh it's it makes sense because kanye uh he had that new uh documentary that came out about him right and you were you were saying keep going well yeah i I mean i watched the documentary recently just i just finished it's three three part it was i thought it was good because you could tell that this was actually filmed back back in the day like this was legit this actually does go back you know more than 20 years Cootie, who was a producer, filmed him at his first ever, I think, public outing back in Chicago in, like, 1998. It was, like, Jermaine Dupri's party. Mm. Fucking, like, this goes way, way, way back. Before he had any record signings, before he had ever rapped for anybody. Yeah. So Nappy it, hair and everything. Yeah, all oh, everything, man. Yeah. Like, that, that, that image when he's got, like, the glasses and shit, you're like, God damn, that was Kanye. So to see the progression of, of that Kanye to the Kanye that people see now is interesting because it's... It 100% is an evolution Absolutely. of some sort, right? Yeah. Like, it's very clear. It's not... I th- I don't think people would argue that the Kanye that we see now is just another version of the one we saw before. Like, it's very clear that it's, it's a different person, yeah. right? I think myself that a big portion of that change was his mom. Mm. So his mom being around, being there for him, being around at the beginning, and then being such a strong presence for him in a lot of different ways as a as a parental figure right as a mother because she was a single mother raising Kanye for most of his life yep um and also as like the support that she gave to him almost like in a friend capacity mm-hmm. like she knew all his songs by heart yeah like she would fucking scream sing along scrap it like she was she was in the studio with people she was she was there at public outings with him and all this stuff so to see how much an effect she had on him hit that shit boy mm. Damn, son, you got to do this on the first try, bro. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake, indeed. And to then Kanye losing his mom. Yeah. That was big. I think that's bigger. That was bigger for him than people realize how much of an impact that made. Losing his mom when he did, right before he reached like super, super stardom, Hmm. and then going through the shit that he's been through in the last, let's say, five to ten years. Yeah. Pass me that. I'll, I'll fix, fix it. For it? You. All right, thanks, bro. I'll fix it for you, and I'll, I'll, I'll say some shit. The professor here. Um, me personally, man, I uh, I haven't watched all three. Oh, not okay. Gonna lie. Which one did you? Uh, I watched the first te- f- f- seven minutes of the third one. Okay, so first two and like a little bit of second. Yeah, I got you. And I like. I'm gonna be honest. I, I skimmed through the first. It was pretty fucking boring. First two. Okay. Like just just. My problem is, is I have a if I don't have a fascination about the person mm-hmm. or the product, yeah, it's very hard for me to tune in. Were you ever a fan of his music? Uh he's made a there, lot of here music here and there. Like he's made a lot. I'll give you an example. If he had like ten albums, yeah, right. So he, and he had ten songs in every, in every album, yeah. I might have liked five songs in total. In total, interesting. The reason I say this is because he's gone through this whole motion, and and you can clarify for this this whole motion of you know, church and stuff like this, right? To be a man of God and stuff like that. And you know what? As a guy who cannot be a man of God, not because, you know, I don't believe, but because I just physically cannot do these things mm-hmm. that, you know, organized religion says sure, sure. is being decent and moral and all that factors. Um, he actually is acting towards Pete Davidson in a childlike manner that's almost... Um, the opposite of somebody who's trying to be a man of God. So you can't make um, these albums and, and, and provoke 
the minds of your listeners and say, oh, yeah, you have to be this and this and we have to do this. And he does these interviews that are like supposedly motivational or somebody. You've seen this, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, but in actual action, he'll go up to Pete Davidson and, and text him and, and say, I don't know if you've seen these texts. Have you seen these texts? I saw the screenshots that one, I think one of Pete Davidson's producers took a screenshot of because it was it was Pete Davidson's screenshot of him and Connie going back and forth. Yeah. And then that was put up on Instagram yeah. for everybody to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you saw his responses to him, mm -hmm. right? Like he's calling him skeet and stuff like this. Like, yeah, yeah. Dude, bro, if you're a man of God, you're not going to be like this. If you're a man of God and your wife cheats on you, what do you what do? You do? What do you do, Hector? If you're a man of God, mm. right, actual man of God, and your wife cheats on you and bounces, Right, which is not what happened. But yeah, I was gonna say that's not but, what happened. But let's here. say let, that's worst case scenario. Mm. Right, cheats on you, then bounces. What do you think you're gonna do? Just in general? No, no, no. Like, how are you gonna react to that situation? Not good, obviously. Terrible. As a man of God? Yeah, this is um, as a man of God. Yeah, I mean, as a man of God, you're supposed to. I mean, at that point, that's actually a bit different. Like, man of God is like things. But anyways, uh, you're supposed to like forgive and like not forgive, forget, but forgive everyone that th that's the whole point okay. no matter what happens okay. that's how you're supposed to react it's like right. in a loving capacity right always imagine you tell a girl after she leaves and mm -hmm. takes her money i don't know if she took his money or not no no right I don't, they're not they're not divorced yet i don't think i think they're still separated legally okay so so she's gonna take his money we'll see right who knows he, 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 makes, have, more, he makes more money than probably him. had a prenup he, he'd be dumb if he didn't i mean that was he talked about it years ago in one of his songs, but who knows if he followed his own advice. That's what I'm saying. The hypocrisy going through this is 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 what turns me off from his music and turns me off from his well, personality. It's interesting you say that because he's literally only had one album where he really talks about God. Sure. That's but, Jesus is King. And that's he, that isn't that the most recent album? Uh no. It's not. So he does no like his new music, I've listened to it, and there's some God references. There, is, uh, there have always been some God references in most of his albums. Okay. Like even in his very first, yeah, Jesus walks. Mm. That was his literally his first. Like everybody knows Jesus walks. Yeah. That Jesus was his. Jesus walks. Yeah. Jesus walks with me. That was his very, very, very first album, right? And throughout most of his albums, he's always had something, mm. little bit. It's never been fully like out there right? right like he'll have gospel choir singing and okay. like, providing backing tracks and shit like yeah. that but his music his lyrics stuff like that has never been really about that i think that when he lost his mother it had a bigger impact on him than people realize yeah mentally for some people they go through like a period of grieving and then you know whatever that come out of it or and whatnot and during that period of grieving like they're they're different they're they're more down like it's natural right yeah i think with him parts of his brain actually broke like okay. there were actual changes in his brain that just changed for the worse permanently you think i think so yeah i think um it, there was an interesting part in the documentary where i think it was yeah it was the producer because he's, he's like narrating in the background yeah and he, he was mentioning that at the beginning when he kind of started getting bigger this is right before she yeah. died he was like, as Kanye grew bigger, I noticed that he's, he wanted to keep his mom around more and more. Mm. So it was almost like Kanye himself realized that he wasn't capable of managing this stardom. By and, himself. Yeah, by himself. Right. And, and the increased influence it was going to have on him. Mm. He saw that he couldn't handle that by himself. The pressure and stuff. Yeah, everything, right? He saw that maybe whether he, he would just, you know, crash and burn Right. Whether he would break down, who knows what who what he thought was actually going to happen, but yeah, it seemed pretty pretty apparent that that that's how he felt because he always wanted to keep his mom by his by his side. And mm -hmm. when she left, when she died, he just fucking cliff like off a cliff. You can see it in his music, the, yeah. the lyrics, the stuff that he talks about. It's just it's it's tough, man, to see it because you listen to some of these songs and you're like, damn, this guy's going through some shit. Yeah. Does that take away from his musicality? Some people say yes, some people say no. I right? don't. I, 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 I don't think you can uh, associate somebody's personality and, and personal decisions with their music skill or um, creativity. It's two separate things. So the, just because, let's say you're Hector, you're, you're gifted in, in some creative way, yeah. right? Let's say it's podcasting or whatever, right? You, you make it to stardom somehow, mm -hmm. right? 
am I going to hate you because you had six divorces and, you know, you're a little bit of a maniac? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not at all. Why the fuck would I care? Yeah, you yeah. make interesting podcasts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And I think people should uh, stop putting these people on a pedestal because if you really think about it, right, these are singular people that are, are treading water and are treading well in a Hollywood scene that's extremely toxic. Yeah. That environment is terrible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, given that they do act up and they do these things, do I understand where they're coming from? Sure. Yeah. I Do I expect these people to be stable in any way? Yeah. No, not at all. These people aren't psychologists and, you know, academics. Most mm-hmm. of these guys are like dropouts and, and, and people who are extravagantly creative and, and, and made, a, made a, a, a career out of that. Mm-hmm. Now, why would I go judge them? What, what, how does that help them or me? That, re- well, that, that almost reminds me of kind of what happened recently with, uh, we had good old milk boys mm. do podcast with Trump. Right? Yeah. Full send. Shout out to full send. Um, let me break this down. So these, these, these Canadians, uh, they, they went to the, to Trump, right? That, that, that's where they went, right? They went to Mar-a-Lago, which yeah. is Trump's, uh, golf resort in Florida. Right. And, uh, they, beautiful fucking wood oh, panels dude, jesus if you, if you ever like see photos of the whole resort mm. it's insane it's beautiful it, it screams old money everywhere oh, old money's nice huh marble floors Ugh. wood backing good grout work good grout work <laughs> clean <laughs> clean lines right always smells like fucking For high real. end like high-end lemon pledge. yeah yeah and then like fucking gold trim oh Handlebars, you know what I mean? Ah. It's like it, it's that's the kind of vibe that Marlboro yeah. has. They got that rhino fur and shit. Um, so the, yeah, these these guys, uh, they what happened was they actually interviewed Trump and they said something along the lines of they were asking him about bunch of questions, everything. a bunch of questions, which about which, all, which, everything. which 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 makes sense, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So they're asking him about exactly uh, Russia and 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 would would they would this Ukrainian invasion ever happen uh, if the possibilities were that Trump got elected for the second time? And, you know, given that his relationship with Putin, would it actually have continued in a way where this actual war would have happened? And and Trump was kind of guaranteeing that it wouldn't have, right? I think that's giving him a lot of credit. Do you remember what he actually said? <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah. It wasn't let's, much let's, of a yeah, fucking answer. Sure. All right. You're giving me more credit than yeah. I think you should. But, yeah, but sure. the point of this story is, uh, you ever watch late night TV anymore? Don't lie to me. I never actually watched, but what I would do a lot, I used to watch clips on YouTube. Okay. Because they would cut clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for like 10 minutes, five minutes. And but you know, because ABC and stuff. And, and Well, because I just didn't have cable. A, well, a, but, but do you know why those clips are popular in the first place? Well, because they're accessible. No, hundred percent they are. What no. you're gonna stay up until twelve until midnight to watch some fucking guy talk for a half an hour to to watch like two minutes of good stuff? You're, That's you're, how I felt anyways. You're you're missing you're missing what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm saying why do you think that these clips are promoted on YouTube? Oh, I don't know. Okay, the the actual fact is is that ABC and Google are interlinked. And this is why they ha- they get that cross promotion okay. because their actual viewership is minuscule compared to like new age generation. When we look at YouTube videos and we're like, okay, this this many millions of video uh, or views, mm. those guys don't get the same kind of punch, man. I'm telling you, late night TV and those uh, Nelson boxes or whatever the fuck they're called. In, in the states, in the states, there's uh, Nielsen. Nielsen. Nielsen sorry. ratings. Yeah, Nielsen ratings. Yeah. So the, all that shit's baloney, bro. That that stuff's so inaccurate because it's it's not through a uh, like a database uh, design or, or or it's basically someone who has the box mm-hmm. and they're keeping track of if they're watching this and how long they're watching this. Dude, a lot of people just leave their fucking TVs and bounce. Sure, fair enough. But anyway, I get what you're saying. Moving it's, ahead, it's less accurate than like because internet analytics are way more way accurate. more accurate. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, true. It's yeah. true. I, I see what you're saying. Thanks for that. I need that. Uh, <laughs> but basically, Kimmel was was talking shit on Trump and saying, "Why the fuck is he 
talk saying all boys. this shit and talking to these guys while there's a war going on. What the fuck is Trump supposed to do? Yeah, like go to fucking uh, Ukraine? what Ukraine with fucking Lomachenko and the Klitschko brothers and yeah, start yeah. swinging. We all know this guy has small hands. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be missing. Plus, the guy's like 75 years old. What the fuck do you he's expect? Gonna, he's going to be like that 80-year-old man who showed up with a fucking briefcase and a suit saying, I want to enlist. That's what they want. Bro, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, too much. Kimmel, I think, is just, he's too rich, and he's lost touch he's, of, he's like, out of what's touch. going on. A lot of these guys are, it's... It's the Ellen effect. That's why I don't call it. I think... The Oprah effect. I think these guys, these talk show hosts think that they are bigger than they are i think that's 100 percent true well they're dated now right well, no well th- yeah but they don't i don't say they don't know it but they don't they don't quite believe it yet do you right? think it's the them or do you think it's the whole production team bro well it's because it's everything because think about it a youtube video i mean shit we're filming a youtube video right now yeah and i mean yeah this is a bit more investment than some people right we got a fucking nice mics Decent cameras. Nothing got, compared to a production. No, but team. hold on. But I was going to say this is still way more than you would than the minimum required. Yeah. The minimum required for a YouTube video. Laptop. Is no, just a cell phone. Yeah. We can upload right now. Record With, a video. Yeah. Send it to YouTube, and we have we have uploaded a YouTube video. But for production TV, t- hundreds of thousands of dollars are required just to get like a small piece of shit uh, talk show from fucking Wiscoca, Ontario. Wiscoca, I like that. For fucking <laughs> half an hour. You know what I mean? It's yeah, I know, so I much more money, time, and resources invested Absolutely. to get some piece of shit show going that may or may not be seen by not that many people. Yeah. Versus a YouTube video takes, honestly, the barrier of entry is nothing. Dick. Nothing. Dick. And, and anybody can do it. There's no qualifications required. A kid off the street can do it. Bro, if there was qualifications, would I be here? <laughs> <laughs> right? But you, on, a son. kid off the street can record something, upload it, and become a viral superstar overnight. Yeah, fuck yeah. And so I think what these talk show guys are having a hard time reconciling their heads is how do we give these people credibility when I myself have spent so much of my career trying to establish credibility in this, in this media, in this mm. production world, right? right? It's almost like they can't get... They can't get over their own ego mm. and accept these creators as as actual content create like media producers. Yeah, they look down on them for sure. Right, and and I think them. that's the reason why these guys keep shitting on, like the, the, that Nelk Boys thing. I think was totally uncalled for because calling them like doofuses and what are the fuck and just basically like shitting on them without actually because sh- I mean that that's the other part too is like talk show it, it's cable networks you can't actually you can't actually shit on them that bad. You can't say, you know, fuck these clowns or you, there's a limit to what you can say, right? Yeah. That's what it's like saying, like, doofus. Like, what does that mean? But he's trying to basically take away their credibility. It's uh, if I was a producer or mm. I, if, if I was a somebody in charge of who says what. Yeah. As far as the Jimmy Kimmel show. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last thing I would say is address this because this actually brings you down in all sorts of ways and it raises them yes. up in yes. every single yes. way. Whatever they say, which they actually said, um, uh, I'm not going to quote them, but I'll, I'll say something similar to what they said. They basically said, like, we don't give a shit. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, But in a very polite way that it actually made them look way better. Not only that, but what was that, what was that shit? All publicity is good publicity. No such thing as bad publicity. If Jimmy Kimmel is... Using you as part of the show, dude. Could you imagine if you if, fucking made it? Son. Imagine if he like shat on us for like a couple of nights. I would shit on him back. No, but like, forget yeah. about shitting on him back. It's like, holy shit, this guy shit on us. Now yeah. millions of people are seeing that we're being shit on. Yeah, I would. I the what I'm trying to say is like, I would try to provoke him. Mm. So I keep getting this <laughs> right. Why? Why would I stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If some dummy wants to fucking give me free promotion on a show, please do. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on you and your whole ancestry. That's the whole fucking point, man. <laughs> that, that, reminds, know, man. that reminds me of that. Uh, what is that? That remember that that Arab comedian I was talking about that I showed you, Muhammad. Yeah, Muhammad. And then he was like, talk, like in in Arab, one of the insults. It's like basically like not only fuck you, but like fuck you and your entire like lineage. Yeah, yeah, fuck your ancestry. Yeah, yeah. That's what, <laughs> and it's Bruh. it's looking rough. Bruh. I don't want to go into this more than a minute. No, it's but, okay. But all I want to well, say you is talk about something else really quickly. I remembered something off that, so go ahead. All I want to say is they can't get it done. You could push for that eight spot, but I would. What I would do is actually cut the season short, so I don't have to put pl- like. Do you pay- think they're gonna get that eight spot? 
Uh, do you think? I'm not saying that. No, they will. no. Okay. 27, 20, I think they're 29 now because they won two are games. They, are they 500? No. Oh, fuck. 29 and 40, bro. Uh, 29 and 40. Bro, how can you call yourself anything? Like, how can, uh, even LeBron, like, how can you how call people, yourself anything? How are people paying to watch this shit? Not only that, but like they're okay. they're selling out. I don't know if you've paid attention. Of course to the they scene. are. Yeah, Lakers have been selling out like I think ninety percent of the year. Of course, it's the Lakers. And they not only do they sell out, but like let's say they go to an organization like Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. Oh, that game's selling out. That game's selling out too yeah, yeah, because yeah. of Lakers, right? Yeah. yeah, that's star power is what that is. That star power, it it is what it is. But you know what's also funny? These owners actually base these salaries predominantly on star power. Jesus. Because if you really think about it, why the fuck would I pay you if you're getting 30 points but nobody's coming and watching mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. get 30 points? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you're getting 10 points and those 10 points, oh, yeah, yeah. a thousand people are watching yeah, it, yeah. I'm going to pick you. Go ahead. What were you going to say? The Lakers thing that you brought up reminded me that I was seeing something on YouTube about how lately, I don't know if you've, you've been paying attention to like games here and there i haven't been paying too close attention but i've been hearing shit guys are going off right now like 40 bombs 50 bombs 60 bombs so this video is trying to explain why because at the beginning of the season no one was doing shit like a lot of the the top 10 players from the previous season couldn't get it going they were struggling harden was struggling yeah i mean Kyrie wasn't playing but uh john like everyone was everybody i think the only player who wasn't was trey young and uh, Doncic, no, not even Doncic. Memphis, who's number twelve? Oh, Morant, yeah, Jaw, Jaw yeah, yeah, Morant, yeah, yeah, fucking killing in that kid. And so I think the first 50, 50 bomb game happened after like two and a half months into the season, hmm. and then the second one happened a month and a half after that. Yeah. In this month alone, there have been eight. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I could see it's it. insane, and so. It. What the guy's theory was was two things. One was that he believes that these guys going off on each other is almost that, going off on each other, where it's like, all right, you did a 50, I'm going to do a 50. You did 50, I can do 60. You okay. did 60, I can also do 60. Yeah. So they're like doing it almost like a as, as like a one-off thing. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I can do it. The other reason, or think that this guy was theorizing, was that... Um, these guys who are dropping these crazy games, yeah, if they wanted to, hmm. they could do this way more often. Like if Durant really wanted to, he could probably average forty points for uh, a season. I don't, I don't. The zero doubts in this guy's mind, right? Okay, I'm not saying this is true enough, sure. but he's like, if these guys really wanted to, they could. Right. However, because he and he brought up the Jordan example. Mm-hmm. Jordan in the late '80s, like before he won his first ring. He was there was like a season or two where he was dropping a lot. Like there was there was one season he dropped 40 ga- 40 points a game for 12 games out of 14 games. Insane. Okay. He's averaging basically 40 for like 15 games straight. Okay. But he stopped doing that because he realized that wasn't actually helping him win basketball games. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. A, your the teammates your teammates are pissed, yeah. right? Cuz they're like they're not fucking playing. They're like why the fuck am I here? Yeah, you're not you're hitting like 40 field exactly. goals. Exactly. You're taking your usage rates of game with yeah, exactly. You're hitting 40 and like what the fuck? What's the point? Yeah, you're hitting 50% field goals. And then it's it's not sustainable is the no, other one. It's not. So the guys have the ability these top like five top 10 guys in the league have the ability to do this shit, but they will never do that all the time because it just makes no sense. They won't win that way. And that's why they don't. Okay. I, I just found that. that interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's another interesting thing. Um, I don't know if you've uh, used to swim, right? Yeah. Yeah, big time. What was your stroke? Uh, I was butterfly. Uh, I was long stroke, daddy. Long stroke. Uh, <laughs> uh, long stroke on the backstroke. That's right. Um, it, it always looked like a, a little shark fin <laughs> coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but there's this uh, transgender male Ooh, to female. Leah Thomas. Yeah, Leah Thomas. Leah you Thomas. seen this one? Oh, of course, man. Yeah. Bro, all, everyone, everybody yeah, who I spawned yeah, with is talking about this yeah. shit. So this is fucking hilarious. So <sighs> Ridiculous. This is where feminism fails us, right? Well, this is, this is Feminism would never fight for this Leah Thomas person. No, 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 no. Not Leah Thomas, but actually like this new wokeness. Sure. Yeah, would, I'll give you that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. And a lot of that is actually like 
transitions to some feminism, right? There, there, there's definitely a gray, gray line there. And uh, all I want to say is, um, this is fucking bullshit, dude. No, it's, it's, How the fuck are gotta, you gonna? They gotta change this. They're breaking other female records well, consistently. The thing, the other, this this whole specific one with Leah Thomas and the, and the record is fucked for a lot of different reasons. And I think that over time, and I mean like short term, the the powers that be, so the governing sporting bodies, are gonna have to put some real fucking thought into this mm. because it's about to hit them in the face way more. Right. Because for every Leah Thomas, there's gonna be a lot more people that are thinking about this situation, like to, to do this themselves. Okay. The Leah Thomas one was messed up for a few reasons. One was she was already, when she was a man, she was already an NCAA swimmer. Yeah, he was like 487 or something. So she was already Yeah, he was swimming at a high level. Yeah, okay. And as you said, 246 rank over... 487th rank. No, it was 246. Bet? I don't want to bet, but it was, like, right. it was like around okay. there. Okay. To go from that to then immediately number one, and not only number one, but number one breaking records. Breaking re- world records. Says, well, no, not not world, but college records. But yeah, it says a lot. Okay. Says a lot. So, Because think about it in your mind. You're like, shit. If this person who was ranked that low transitioned and became a record-breaking champion, think about how many more people could do that and just totally fucking throw that division of the sport off balance. So is it is it two eighty or four eighty whatever uh, out of what? Like out of everyone that's swimming in the in the which collegiate is, level, which is bro. Honestly, I would say like a thousand, maybe a thousand. Honestly, I'm not sure. So could, that, be, could be less. Could be five hundred. So, so in the nation, that's still pretty good. In the nation, it's you, not. It's it's good, but it's not great. No, it's not great to be like you know Michael Phelps. Because think about like it that, this way. But the point is, you're two forty six to one. You have two hundred and we'll use that two forty six number for now. You have 245 people in front of you that if they wanted to could do the same thing and beat all your records at the same time. Yeah. And that will push everybody who's already in that division down and out potentially to the Mm. point where it becomes meaningless for them to even compete because there's no space for them to compete. Right. So I think what these governing bodies have to take a really hard look at themselves and be like, okay, either we got to fix this shit somehow. Yeah. Either we make a new division just for transgender athletes or we put some better rules in place with better science, right? Yeah. So if you transitioned when you were 15 and you never competed in sports, like you know what I mean? Like I don't know what the answer is, but they got to do something because yeah. this shit is fucked. Another thing is uh, I was looking at uh, the actual body mass index. Oh, yeah. Difference between like a an actual female mm-hmm. that's, you know, biologically born female. Yes. And a male that turns into a female, and it's totally off. Right? Oh, for even, sure. Even if their hormone levels are are uh, are, are, are are changing, it, it doesn't it doesn't change the the bone structure. It actually helps the bone structure, like maintain bone. Yeah, estrogen actually helps that. And there's a lot of um, central nervous system that is better and stronger on men, like reaction time. There's a lot of there's a lot of that. So if you're in a sport. Whether your hormones go up and down, your your central nervous system doesn't really change. So that being said, these guys have the same reaction time and the same form and the same everything yeah. as when they were male, and then they're they're competing as as females. I mean, it it just doesn't make any sense. What you would have to do is make a two separate dis- divisions: one that go from female to male, yeah, and one that go from Male to female, mm-hmm. because you can't even you can't even uh, if if you think the guy that went from a guy to a girl and competes in swimming, and the girl that went from being a girl into a guy competes in swimming, if they race, who do you think wins? Oh, obviously the one who was a man before. Yeah, it's not even close. Not even close. Of course, of course not, not even close. And it's that's something that we're not considering. That's the main factor. Is is that the the central nervous system and the bone structure is completely honestly, different. man? I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what the actual answer is, but someone's got to figure fucking something out. Because yeah, because you have you have to separate right, them. As it is right now, shit's not working. And the only reason they've been getting away with it for this long is because there haven't been enough athletes doing this. Yeah, doing this transition and and actually going through with it. 
But the more that they do, the more it's going to fuck up your sporting divisions. I have never seen any. I've actually heard of this maybe like 10 to 15 times. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, people transitioning in, in sports. I've never seen it not be beneficial for them. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think because there was this other there was there was a couple well, of, probably, of probably tennis the, players. Probably the female to male transition because when you could be with the other men, you're not going to be as good. But predominantly, the ones you hear are are, are oh for sure, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. And male it, to and female. And in those situations, yeah, it's yeah. like every time, every, every time, every time, time. they're just every way time. better too. It's not even close. And, and and this this brings me back to the old, you know, we 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 saw the old old shit, you know, as much as we want to be civilized, mm -hmm. we actually take steps. To be uncivilized. Okay. For example, the whole cancel culture thing. Yeah. Okay. Now, the idea is good, right? To get toxic people yes. from that industry out. Yes. <clears throat> but the, in actual application, you go overboard. Mm -hmm. And 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 this is the point that we've gone overboard with so many things. With Rogan, we went overboard. With with this Trump shit, now we're going overboard. We just don't understand how where the line is, and and, and it's it's gonna it's gonna skew that way, and then and then eventually, we're gonna get to a sp spot where men are the most vulnerable, and we can't even make moves without being arrested. Yeah, yeah. And and what we say, and now is the time that we actually stand together, and and kind of not only fight this back, but also like just be logical. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, if every time I say something, I'm I'm controlling in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, why do you have 25 fucking guy best friends? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Then I'm controlling. Like, bro, that's not healthy, man. Mm. And and there's a reason why we have a, a decline in population. And there's a, there's a reason why it, it's going to become more scarce and scarce. I don't think it's a reason. I think it's many. One of many, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, children, if we do have children, mm. are they actually going to progress living in Western culture or are they going to progress uh, in back home? And I say this That's for, interesting. for this one reason. You mean North American culture? North American okay. culture or even UK culture or mm. even just Western culture in general. Well, that's why that's I, I, I asked by North American because technically South America is still Western culture. They're not Eastern. They're Western culture. They are. But the general public wouldn't see it that way. Yeah, they would. Would they? Yep. Because I don't. Okay, well, are you from there? No, but I... So then how do you say that? <laughs> they still have high... Uh... Yeah, actually, you're right. That's what I mean. You're right, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's what I say. It's, I think you're, you're more thinking of North American and yeah. some parts of European culture, but mainly it's North American culture. Sure, yeah. You're really thinking of American culture. Yeah, basically. It's really what you're it's, saying. It's basically American right, so culture. Continue. But that is, that is uh, kind of within other Western cultures. Oh, well. no, for sure. Yeah, Huge influence in Canada, yeah. for example. Huge. And big influences in other... Every, everywhere oh, else, yeah. For a lot, a lot of countries in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. So the reason I came up with this question is because of first, um, what's happening here is actually, I was looking at this article and, and it was showing all these uh, graphs of, I don't know if you, you actually might've known, but Toronto mm -hmm. like 20 years ago yeah. was like Vancouver now where uh, they were booming in construction. Okay. I think you, uh, you probably, I think you told me this actually. Yeah. Yeah, you did. They were booming in construction and they were building nonstop. Mm -hmm. Toronto went like fucking vertical and lateral, like f horizontally. Crazy. Like, crazy, yeah, yeah. bro. Buildings, houses, farms, factories, whatever. And they hit a pinnacle where the cost of living, I mean, sorry, the cost of real estate yeah. was very high. And interest rates were also very high. We're talking like six, seven percent interest rates. Right. Right. And let's say somebody bought now, right? Just like this past COVID time. Yeah. When interest rates were at two percent or one point six, yeah. whatever the fuck yeah, they yeah. were. They're pretty low. Super right now. low. Yeah. Right. And now I think they're. Uh, I was looking. It was three point zero one or something. There was there was a couple uh, um, from Capital One and, and and some some other places. Scotia Bank not bad but that being said 
people are only buying houses by a small fraction. More people are actually buying houses in like multiple families are buying one house now. Okay. That's that's more predominant because not a lot of people can actually one family, one single yeah, family sure, sure. buy a house. Now, let's say the bank relapse and interest rates strike up. Mm. We're going to lose majority of people that can buy houses and then even more so as the years go on, it's going to trickle down to everything else. Yeah. As far as commercial as far as everywhere, you know, just condos and for in sure. general, yeah, yeah. it's gonna make it really impossible for a kid that makes eighty to hundred grand to even buy an apartment eventually. Yeah, when an apartment's one point five million, mm-hmm. good luck, buddy. Good fucking luck, because after taxes, that's seventy G's. You know, take out living costs. You're not really saving mu- nothing, right? So that and the aspect of the toxic um, social media. Uh, I would say brainwash that's going on mm. with with constantly wanting to flaunt with things and, and, and material objects where they, they've completely lost sight of like true um, virtues of life mm. in, a, in a way. They've they've completely thrown that aside and, and everything is material. Yeah. Now, now, as a guy that <laughs> I'm also into the, the same thing, <laughs> I'm not going to judge you, yeah. but I'm also saying like, I, I'm in touch with that side as well, so I, I can kind of tear. Right. But how many of the younger generation, even younger than us? Yeah. Like when I talk to them, it's even scarier that way. And I, I would find that if I had kids by the time I'm like 40 or whatever, they're going to be even more skewed in the, that way. Yes. And over time, it's like, are we going to lose touch of the youth and, and the direction that they're going in a general sense? It's a very interesting question, actually. I mentioned this before. We've talked about the effects of social media compared now versus before, because when we were born, we weren't born into this age, right? No. We we grew with it later on, right? Facebook came out two thousand six. A lot of people started getting a couple years after, so that's we were in like grade nine, 10 and when it really started, started to like gain traction, eight, nine. And when it gained traction, Facebook then was still nothing like what it is now. No, there were no ads on Facebook back then. And by Facebook, we mean meta. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) There were no ads. I remember, I remember actually that was a big, big deal back in the day, whether or not Facebook was going to accept ad space on their, on their page. Because everyone was fighting against it, and then eventually they just did it anyways. And now it's just second nature. No one even questions it anymore. Mm. So kids are growing up in this age where a lot of these things to them are normalized because that's all that they know. Versus for us, we grew up in an age where we knew the difference, right? We knew what it was like not having it versus having it. So we can kind of see the effects of what it's doing because we're like, wait, we remember what it was like without this shit. And now we see what it is with this. Yeah positive and negative right there's a lot of great things that come with social media that that we never would have had before that we have access to now being able to connect with people much quicker than before Mm. being able to access information connect with other groups form groups form like whatever you want companies form part from form companies form partnerships like there's so much more you can do now it's yeah the positives are there but the negatives are there also Mm. i think that It's going to be very important for us in our generation. Mm -hmm. So not just you and me, but people from our generation to really push as much as possible to the next generation that there was a life outside of this. There was a life outside social media before. We've talked about this. Right. And and I don't mean like drop your phone and go outside and have fun. Not some stupid shit like that, but be that bridge. Right. Because... Fucking deja vu. <laughs> Fucking deja vu. <laughs> Probably. Keep going. Um, be that bridge of where you came from and where these kids are going to be going into because we don't know where it's going to go in 20 no, years, 30 years. Don't. It could fucking totally blow up in people's faces or it could not. Yeah. Who knows? But what is clear to me now, and I've seen this, is that amongst all the negative the negative stuff that people associate social media with and our current 
political landscape and and our current economy and everything that people kind of look down on life mm. right now, I have seen people not only make the best of it, but come out pretty far ahead. And I don't just mean financially, but I mean from a personal development point of view. Mm. Like I have acquaintances, I wouldn't call them my friends, but there's people that, that I've, I've spent some time with that I, that, I, that I know decently well that have done really great things, whether it's, you know, starting companies that are pr- giving back to the community, whether it's maintaining uh, positive values on, on what they do day in and day out amongst all the shit they have to deal with. So I, I've seen these examples. So like, oh, so you're like, okay, I know it's possible. Mm. If they can do it, shit, you can do it too. Mm. There's no reason why you can't. Right. So taking all the great stuff that those people are are doing and realizing, okay, if they did it, there's no reason why the the next generation can't also do it. Hmm. You just have to remind them and teach them that it is possible. Yeah. Because if they didn't see it, they may not know that it's possible, but you did. So be that gap to actually show them the way. We've talked about this, and I've said these words that you've said. No, well... And uh, I I don't know which which thing it was, but I I remember... uh, that we got super baked. <laughs> Probably. We went three three or four joints deep. Probably, yeah. And uh, I went on a tangent and it was a tangent and it was it was beautiful because I didn't stutter, I remember. That's what I that's what I remember. I I, I went through this whole tangent about how we have to connect yeah, yeah. the old our parents' generation to this Gen Z generation. And uh, we were balls deep, man. <laughs> it was a good conversation. I do believe that we are the connecting factor. Absolutely, yeah. there's there's no there's no uh, doubt about it. We're the we're kind of the last uh, last night or whatever the fuck you want to call us. We're the last summarized man. There's, there's none <laughs> in, of us left. In a lot left. of ways, yeah. Like not not to like toot our own fucking horn as a generation, but we we really are the last generation that was born pre social media age. Yeah. Right. And that that's important. I don't think that's people can just gloss over that. No, because kids right now grow up with a fucking iPad and boom, you're in it. Yeah. You're in it from the moment that exactly. you can start remembering, you yeah. know, having actual memories. Yeah. You that's what you think. And you don't know how your personality or how you are or how you just live a day to day life without this. Yes. I remember summers were so long. I remember having so much time on my hands. That I was like, what am I going to do with all this time? Mm-hmm. After social media, I realized that I ha- actually have no, mo- no more time. And mm-hmm. the reason is, anytime I look at my iPhone fucking analytics of how much fucking uh, yeah, time. Screen, screen time, what's yours? Take a look right now. Let's take a fucking Let's look. Pull it up. Three and a half hours in a day, that's like you watch. You're right. I'm rolling past 12 hours, 37 minutes. <laughs> Dude. 12 hours. Dude, when holy was that? Fuck. What day was that? Listen to this. March 7th. Put it up, put, I was put having it to the camera. I was yeah. having a bad fucking day March 7th. Here, I'll, no, no, I got it. I got it. Dude, look at this. Jesus. March 7th, man. Fucking 12:37. Go fuck yourself. Holy shit, dude. That's crazy. I'll, okay, my longest day. I'll show you what a long day is for me. Fucking Christ, man. I got some of these days, bro. Four, got- 4.40 on, on Friday. And I'll look at one. Five on Thursday. Let's see. Oh, I had a really long day. Ooh, I had a long ass one on Wednesday. Jesus ten, Christ. 10 hours 30. That's a lot. Like that's. I think it might be like personal best. What's the what's the, what's the most used app? Telegram. Telegram? Yeah. Oh, actually, Teams counts on this shit. That's weird. That's work. I, gotta be able to, I, I, I should be able to, like, disconnect that because Teams, Microsoft yeah, Teams yeah, is forward. Yeah. That, that's different. Uh, I would say Telegram and Instagram, I think, are my two. Yeah. Telegram. These guys be looking at fucking big booty hoes and shit. Hell yeah. YouTube is another one. But that's weird because, like, this is your phone stuff, right? I watch a lot of YouTube on my computer. Like, yeah. A lot. If I could track that. That'd be interesting to see because you can see history, but I don't know if you can see like actual watch time. Big ass Asian. <laughs> That's or, like, all you see. or like the OG one back when you were like thirteen, like girls kissing. Oh, uh, dude, <laughs> dude, you know when you know when uh, you go through. <laughs> back in the day, I remember going through like my buddy's histories and shit because yeah, because yeah. these guys were fucking well, absolute course. dummies on uh, on the computer. Yeah, just a bunch of fucking goons. Um, and, and just looking, oh, it was just ridiculous, man. Like you know, I remember being like. 12 13 years old and, and looking at my buddy's fucking shit and it was like big boob 
black girls. Oh, like how people would search? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it'd be like, Boops, pussy. Tits. <laughs> yeah, just like single words. <laughs> and, it, you know, a couple of times I just clicked on like just pussy or boobs. And it was like an, an anatomy chart <laughs> <laughs> of the of the areolas and shit and, and, and the whole breakdown of where the milk comes from. When, you, I was see, like, when you see those like searches, yeah. you realize how little you know like when you were searching you're like man i knew shit about anything this is the thing because that's as far as your creativity went what boobs ass what what scares me is this i actually talked to uh a few people with uh actual um grids of what what they check what do you mean grids okay so in software there's there's a big emphasis on uh your interviews okay interviews everything you could have a 70 passing grade and be a, a a foundation engineer and you know be picked to be the the biggest choice maker on a project right so that's really crucial okay now what companies give out to their employees to look for if they know somebody with x amount of skills for that company are these grid sheets yeah so through these grid sheets there's like should haves must haves Nice to have. Oh, I see, I see. Right? And just a bunch of skills, right? Okay. There's two kinds of companies here. One kind of company that has so much uh, income coming in that they can actually specialize for every little part. Interesting. And usually those kinds of companies are, you know, top tier companies. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. top 100, you know, tech companies. Yeah, right? yeah. And then you'll have, you know, family-owned companies mm-hmm. where you know you can say fuck shit you can show up to work you, you don't have to show yeah, up yeah, to yeah. work because now they with the with the high-end companies the the corporate companies you have these rules where you have to show up two of course, days of course right yeah, yeah and and with the mom pop companies it's like you can show up never if you don't want to mm-hmm. you can work from fucking croatia if you want to. <laughs> yeah nobody's gonna say shit because they are hungrier yeah so now you have this transition of people going from google and stuff like that to, to these ones to these ones because they also if you live in croatia what they'll do is cr- google now won't yes, actually I pay heard you. about this yeah if you they will like scale your pay based scale on where pay. you're living yeah so like you, so if all of a sudden you start working at, at frisco and you decide to fuck off to kansas city they're like all right you're gonna get scaled yeah and uh that another reason why you want to go with startups right for that yeah. specific reason yeah. so that being said um there's a lot of these companies where you you're asked to do a lot more, mm-hmm. but you, there's a flexibility in time right. and a flexibility in income. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be a founding engineer, you could do a, you could do a, a short little BCIT program yeah. for a year and, and make 150 K mm-hmm. if you want, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cause you, you have the abilities, right? Whereas with Google and stuff, well, yeah, it's, it's amazing on your resume, but you got to show up to work. Yeah. You have to act yeah, a yeah. certain way. You yeah. have to be presentable. That's true. You know, so there's all these negatives to it. What would you pick? Between the two? Yeah. Depends where I am in life. Right now, if I were just like start over and start like getting this life, kind of like what you are trying to do, um, I would probably go with the, like the startup one. I have a high, I would, cause I know I have a higher risk tolerance for myself right now than I would in like 10, 15 years. I think it's a gift to have, um, pure um being able to mediate risk in life Mm. Uh, as you age it's even better Mm -hmm. um you know people say yeah you might lose your whole life you might lose your all your finances if you risk too much blah blah sure but think about the people that have actually succeeded to an exponential level yes they're all they're all nuts they're all specialists absolute specialists nobody is uh, jack of all trades and 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 you know what's the the flip side to that one is is that for every nut who's ever made it like that there's thousands of nuts who didn't make it who did the same exact thing that these okay. people succeeded did but just failed because yeah, okay the timing but, timing wasn't right for whatever reason but how hard is it to get a job making 80k no that that's not but that's not like the that's not that high of a risk tolerance. I'm talking like I understand that, yeah, yeah. but what I'm saying is like, okay, let's say you, Hector, right? You wanted to be a fucking whatever, sure. right? You tried it now, mm-hmm. right? You put in a good 10, 15 years, yeah, and then one day, you either decide to keep going, or you say, hey, fuck all this shit. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna go back to fucking suck my dick pumps mm-hmm. and and work there for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. What did you lose? What did you lose? You you didn't buy a house right away when you were 28. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What what did you really lose? Right, not much. Yeah, worth it. But you, if you did some job that you fucking didn't like, and you always wondered about what the fuck you could have done, your whole life you're gonna be 67, retired from that job, and always hungry. Oh, what if I could have fucking done that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if I could have done this? It, I, I just don't see a point. If you want to be, if you want to be exceptional, and you actually want to be exceptional, and you actually see like. Man, I have to be an extrovert. I have to be funny. People have to like me, and I have to make this work. And, yeah, sure. and all these going against grid kind of patterns that you're gonna have to do. If you're okay with all that, I'd say fucking do it, man. You're not losing much. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to buy the Benz when you're fucking 25. You might not be able to buy the fucking ha- apartment when you're 25 and have a mortgage. But what if you make it? Mm-hmm. Right. The difference between you trying and you not trying is 10 years of finances. Mm-hmm. Give or take, right? Sure. I say, I say, go, because because it, it it's not looking like this sustainable lifestyle of 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 going to you know university and getting a degree or diploma or whatever. It doesn't seem like this is going to pan out in the long run, even for our generation. If if the ratio of money that's earned becomes so scarce compared to the ratio of Living costs and real estate. Well, that that's a bigger conversation in general, right? Because like before, the conversation used to be, "Do I stay what stay with what I'm doing right now and stay comfortable and whatever?" Like that that was kind of the feeling, or do I try and like make it? You know what I mean? That that was the conversation where it's like, "Stay comfortable or make it." Now it's almost looking, and it's getting to the point of it's that first thing is no longer applicable to a lot of people. That being comfortable, like that's not even an option that they have. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, th- that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's a different conversation entirely. Because before it was like, all right, you're comfortable, you got a cushion, just chill, or send it, right? Fucking yeah. go for it. Okay. You might lose everything, but go for it. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, no, man, you were already comfortable. Now people are almost forced to do this mm. kind of shit because they're not even in the comfortable place. They're already like, fucking got nothing to lose. Yeah. So may as well fucking do this kind of thing. Yeah. Right. But but. It- the ratio is very bad here, but it's only getting worse. And that's the thing, right? Like uh, that's why I said this is part of a bigger conversation because. Did you hear they were saying it was twenty fifty one that they were saying they were saying if you make twenty dollars and fifty one cents that should be minimum wage because you can you can get get oh like today yeah today yeah I, I, but I can see that twenty fifty one dude what kind of pl- can you rent a place by yourself no you have to room yeah actually let's see how much is twenty fifty. Let's do it math real quick. Twenty fifty one is uh, eight hundred dollars. One hundred sixty. Eight hundred dollars per month. I'm doing per month. Okay. So one sixty. Just do fifty two weeks. No, no, let's do it per month because we'll monthly rent. Let's do less math. Twenty fifty one, right? Yep. Times forty times four, one sixty. Oh shit. Uh, twenty point fifty one times one sixty. Thirty two eighty one. Thirty two eighty one. Pre tax. Pre tax. Post tax. Not much. They they take less because like you're not whatever making much. Let's say uh, call it three hundred bucks. I was gonna say a bit more. Four hundred. Let's go five hundred. Five hundred. Twenty seven hundred. Twenty seven hundred net. Uh, okay, twenty seven hundred net. You are fucked, sir. You can make it. You are struggling, dude. Like you're not. You don't. Ha- you either don't have a. You have a a better place, and you're by yourself, like a like a studio. Like and, and I'm, what I'm saying in, is, by yourself on this is doable, but man, you are stretching a budget. You're stretching, and some people do. I've seen it. Like if you're really careful and like whatever, calculated and very minimalistic, sure, that's a pretty realistic option. But for a lot of people that just want to have a girl fucking want to have fun, regular yeah. comfortable life, it's like this is not enough, right? Because you have to be oh, watching. Man, no. Every little like big purchase. That's right. Right. It's like you got to properly plan certain things because you're like, well, shit. Of this twenty seven hundred, half is nuked on my rent right yeah. away. More than half, for a lot of people. And that, bro, that's on twenty. That's on. 20. That's on the twenty. Minimum wage is fifteen. That's crazy, bro. That's a twenty five percent cut on on this. I'm a firm believer that you shouldn't uh, actually have um, two grand a month, bro. Minimum paying jobs, minimum wage paying jobs. Uh, it's just you're you're better off studying. 
or, or learning a skill in that time that you're what do you do if money. you don't have like support to what would you well, do there's there's government support right well, now well, well, okay, okay. actually let's 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 do that to end that off yeah. what advice would you give to people who don't have family support mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we'll say they have like a minimal friend support so maybe yeah. they can like lean on friends for like you know a few times in the month kind of thing whatever so that, that they're not totally alone okay but they don't have that constant you can't go like live with parents and shit yeah what advice would you give them to kind of make give them the best leg up in mm. life starting out starting out so yeah. how how old am i here you're 19 i'm 19 years yeah. old you're like one year out of school your parents okay. something happened. what are, what are my university what are my high school grades like they're they're above average but not anything did great. i make honor roll N- not consistently not consistently yeah. so two out of three terms one out of three one out of three yeah. this is honor roll right so how, like, what am i good at uh Trades or, or or academics. Well, if it's if you're good at trades, that's that's the obvious one, right? Yeah. The fucking the trades. Yeah, Stop okay. being an idiot. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, just go get your fucking ticket. Yeah. Find find a job. They'll sponsor you. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Um. No. Let's say you're like academics is like your strongest of okay. the two. Okay. W- what subject? Uh. Let's say, not STEM. I'm gonna make this hard for you. Okay. Yeah. Not, STEM, not STEM. Like you got to give me a subject. Anything though. but STEM. Could be arts. Could be uh. Could. Yeah. Any of any of the arts. Whether it's actual fine arts, liberal arts, or like written, blah blah, whatever. Social skills are decent. Could be sociology could be caretaking stuff like that. And do do I wanna do I wanna risk it all or? No, I'm saying you gotta give this person advice. This is very hard because it is hard. you I, have I, to I pick. Give you, I give you a hard scenario. Yeah, right? you have to you have to pick exactly what most people would want to do. And uh, it, that that's hard because I don't think I, I think like most people think now that that could be that could be wrong. However, if I was doing that and I was in. Uh, what I would do is that first thing I would do 19. Join the army. Ooh, I would join the army. Interesting advice to start. I off. would join the army. I, w- I would do a, a quick two years. A quick deuce. Can you only do two years? Uh, in this, I don't think you can. Let's say I'll go two two ways. You can either do two or four. Oh, fuck. Let's say, yeah, reserves. I guess you can reserve as a yeah. casual. Yeah, okay. So do do two years. Actually, you know, fuck it. Let's just go four. Okay. Okay. Do my four years. And what do I do it in? Air Force. Okay. Okay. So I get my pilot license. Unlikely. Okay. Extremely unlikely. But doable. Let's say not because, like, that's almost impossible. <laughs> what do you mean? To become a pilot? In the Air Force, you were like percent of percent of percent good. But to be a Navy SEAL, you're even less of a percent. Not really, man. Pilots is like almost as almost as tough because there's not that many fucking planes. You only there's only so many planes yeah. that you can fly. Yeah, but the 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 threshold of being a pilot is not as high as the threshold of like being a uh, a Navy SEAL captain. Okay, now you just went one further. First, you're like Navy SEAL. Do you SEAL. know why? Now it's Navy SEAL captain? Like, come on. Because these guys have to... These these guys are hand-to-hand combat in a way. That, that doesn't... Th- just put yourself in that. Put yourself in this. You're in charge of flying a $50 million fucking piece yeah, of equipment. Yeah, and you got to go 8G. I'll yeah. hold it in. <laughs> I'm sure you I'll won't. I'll hold it in. Let's keep it consistent with the okay. person we're describing, right? Okay. If this person was like... Above I would, average. Okay, I would. I would either do this. I would either. I think go, you're on a good track. With, I would either go Air Force if I can't do Air Force. Yeah. Okay. I would do. Uh, Bro, honestly, I would do something easy. St- I would do National no, Guard. Stay there. Stay. Stay Air Force, but it doesn't have to be pilot. Can, sure. Air traffic controller. There you go. Boom. Sure. Air traffic controller. Boom. That's 120k. I'm making at YVR or whatever the fuck, wherever yeah. the fuck I'm working, and, and then once I'm out mm-hmm. at 24 or 23 something years else, old, something else in management. Okay. Yeah. I continue to do this job. Yeah. Okay. As I'm doing this job, I pick a hobby, a passion project. Yes. Whatever the fuck I'm into. For us, it was, you know, for me, it was comedy and fucking podcasting. Yeah. And, and, and for somebody else, it might be something else. Mm-hmm. Pick that. Then pick a physical hobby. Mm. A physical hobby that you're going to forever do. Jiu-jitsu, working out, swimming, Running. whatever the fuck sure. it might be. Right. But something that pr- promotes longevity. Mm. But do not, do not try to become an athlete full-time. Do not. Mm. It's a waste mm. because either you're gifted or not. And yeah. if you spend too much time trying to be passionate about a sport, we have tons of friends that are just wasting time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not judging them. 
But I've been there where mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna like do something with sports, and I realized that you there's there's a huge line. Yeah, yeah. Between like genetic freaks. I still remember your Brandon Jennings story. <laughs> yeah, genetic freaks. <laughs> when he realized, right? Back and, in high school, and and you know regular immigrants trying to make it in the world. Yeah. Once I do that, I would just continue on until. The last day that I do not need to work at this, some air traffic controller, whatever the fuck job that I did. But what that does is it actually sets me up for this passion project to live on my own, to be um, financially independent and not to not to do things in my way. where like dealing drugs and shit like this in order to, you know, make make stuff happen yeah. and taking these big, big risks. Right. Where they're not going to pan out. If you were just if, if I knew what I knew. At this age, yeah. when I was like 17, I'm not saying everything would happen because there's the factor of laziness. Sure. But there's a, I think there, there'd be like a six-year span where I, I, I would gain six years. So I would be where I am now at like... Oh, yeah. Six years ago. I understand. 22 years old. That's more than six, but okay. Six, 28 minus six. Oh, I thought you were a uh, Persian age. 29? <sighs> bro, this guy, man. This guy, 29. <laughs> <Every time. laughs> Get the fuck out of here, bro. Um, I think that's actually really sound advice, man. That's probably yeah. the, the the most well put together piece of advice I would have thought on the spot. Anyways, it's hard to think about it because it's, you're it's, like, what what does this person do? And then I realize I'm like, I can't say what this person does. I have to say what I think I would do because that, I can't. No, but that honestly, man, like I said, that's actually, I think that's actually very logical and very sound advice. Bro, because listen. in the army, air force, navy, all these, there are so many more opportunities than people think people think if you join the army you're giving you're given a machine gun and you're shooting people people think that if you join the air force you're giving your wings and you're flying some crazy plane especially if you're a girl people think that if you join the navy all of a sudden you're on a fucking submarine or you're on a ship all day every day for the rest of your life none of these things are necessarily true if you join the army, there are hundreds of support jobs and roles that you could do that don't involve you ever firing a rifle. Yep. If you join the Air Force, again, hundreds of different support positions that don't ever involve you thinking of you know flying and getting on a plane or a helicopter or whatever. You could stay grounded your entire life working in an es- essentially an office job working for the Air Force. Likewise for the Army. Likewise for the Navy. And... It's interesting to me to see this because I actually have I have friends who are actually doing Same. these things that yeah exactly yeah. we both have friends that are basically doing these support positions that we've said and they're setting themselves up pretty fucking well for their future careers and their current careers because they have actual transferable skills that they can use when they leave the military and go into civilian civilian life. Yeah. So it's actually really cool to to recognize that as a as a real possibility because there's a lot of people that kind of struggle with like shit no options no options like man yeah you probably still got some options there's a there's a training stimulation in san diego and the reason i say i can handle that is because this training stimulation actually goes up to 7g and you sit there simulation yeah yeah and and what did i say stimulation yeah did i really yeah yeah. i I thought it was twice simulation yeah anyways yeah and and you hold on to this bar mm-hmm. and you strap yourself in yeah. and you go through this and it's like a chamber mm-hmm. and they record you and then you can either buy it or whatever. Yeah. People would pass out at like three, four. There was this one fat chick. Mm-hmm. She had the neck of a troll. Okay. Oh, no neck. Yeah, yeah. Right. She did like seven G's with ease. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what I noticed was, is the ratio of you having, being athletic having a strong central nervous system, like being able to react to things and having a fat ass neck that really fucking helped. Mm. I did 6.7 and I rem- just r- remember my eyes could, could start to see rolling it closing, back, closing in. And the other thing, Tunnel vision. the breathing, it was like, <sighs> how did you, th- how were you told to do that? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Cause I was like, that's not natural. No, it's not. Cause I've seen, like I was really into this when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. I've told you this. But I, I and I've seen the footage of them doing it. And it's, yeah. like, it's exactly how you describe it. It looks borderline like Insane. they have downs. Yeah, they right? have <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy, right? And if you're not told to do that, that's not a natural reaction. No. You pass out. Be- exactly, because yeah. your natural reaction is you want to breathe in the <laughs> yeah. air. You're like, I'm struggling to breathe, so I'm gonna breathe in more air. Mm. But you're fighting against yourself when you do that. Yeah. So that's why they do those weird like and it and it's 
it's a full it's a full thing yeah, right yeah, yeah. and it's it's cool that you're taught it's to cool. do it and you manage yeah. to actually do it yeah. because i imagine a lot of people even if they're told to do it their first time they're not going to get it he said he said he said you're not bad mm-hmm. but he's like i have no connections to the army so like fuck <laughs> yeah i mean you could be remember last podcast i was telling you a lot a lot of these uh air force guys uh make uh pilot programs and stuff like that um i think so briefly yeah so a lot of air force and navy guys mm-hmm. retire and make like pilot and boating programs oh, like, okay yes yeah. yes yes yeah and uh this this simulation was actually a, a, a private area. I believe that. There's yeah. a lot of there's sense. a lot of these things. I imagine out there. there's more in San Diego. There there's some here, but I imagine there's way more in San Diego. I, I went to uh, perfect weather to fly. Langley, uh, Fourth Langley Airport, like that yeah. one over there. They have a ton of these small little mom and pop shop mm-hmm. flight schools, and a lot of them are basically either ex army guys or ex like commercial guys who just set up like a school so they can teach. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that would have been cool, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure, man. You know, 22 years old, <laughs> just a rock star with top, your cock out. That's basically what Top Gun is, and that's what Top Gun was for a lot of people. Everyone saw that movie, and they're like, oh, fuck, man. How cool would it be to, like, fucking get on a motorcycle? And <laughs> fucking, like, yeah, yeah. It's the, whole, it's the whole vibe. Except I'd, I'd want to be taller than 5'5". Five five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. With fucking uh, stilettos, this guy. Um, give me some last words, man. Give me some positive vibes. I think you gave out As pretty, a man of God. I think you gave out some pretty good advice at the end there. Legit, Thanks, legit good advice. Like if anyone was listening to that and was in a similar situation to what we described, it doesn't have to be exact, but even similar, I think it's an option to consider for a lot of people that yeah. may not have thought of it before. Because a lot of people are now finally starting to listen to this whole idea of okay, trades are legit possible. Like trades are legit opportunity for me. Versus before they're like that's like a last resort yeah. for a lot of people. Trades are starting to become more and more of a first choice mm. after years of people like pushing it, be like, listen guys, this is a good thing. Mm. It's a good thing. It's like, these are good skills. You'll make decent money. Like don't, don't look down on it kind of thing, which I think is great. So if we finally moved on to that, maybe people are ready to start accepting that too. Absolutely guys. Make sure to subscribe. You fucking savages. Funny Buffalo Podcast, Funny Buffalo everywhere else, Spotify, Apple Podcasting, YouTube, YouTube. fucking TikTok too, man. And our second channel on TikTok, Funny Buffalo too. Keep those advices coming in and going out hard.